0: Just get in the mood for these these recordings and stuff. But I left off when I asked you your top five punk albums. I left off two that I just like have always been on repeat. I feel like I gotta add them before I ask you my question here. But "Siren Song of Counterculture" by Rise Against and "Die for the Government" by Anti Flag are phenomenal.
1: They're pre- they're pretty formative for us too yeah, as a band. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Okay. I didn't I didn't know we were gonna get to do redos. Otherwise, I would have had some shit prepared.
0: Well, here you go. Okay. Top five metal albums.
1: Ooh, cool. Put me on the spell. Yep. A different I that. question.
0: Would you like me to say my five first yeah, before let's hear you your go? Yours first, okay. So. okay. So in no particular order, I can't uh yeah, I can yeah. I can't decide. But um uh End of Heartache, Kill Switch Engage. We're allowed sure to say I the same of. thing. Okay, we, okay, okay, go we ahead. We basically listen to the exact same music <laughs> <going> on, So <laughs> And um Follow the Reaper, Children of Bodom.
1: Second one. Yeah, I, I figured we were gonna have basically the same <laughs>
0: list, but um, paranoid Black Sabbath. Okay. Yeah, uh, I want to say "Waking the Fallen" by Sevenfold, but the White album is like just as amazing to me. I don't know which one I like more, but I'm gonna say "Waking the Fallen." The White Fallen. album. The self-titled one. The one oh, with okay, like okay. critical acclaim and everything. You know? I was like they had a White album? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then. This is another tough call, but let me say say Iowa by Slipknot. Mm. Uh, Subliminal Verses, and All Hope Is Gone, I honestly don't know which one, which of those three I've listened to the most out of those. But I'm going to go with Iowa just because I would, I guess I would say if you're looking at the whole body of work, Iowa is the only like one that's like from start to finish all metal songs. Yeah. All the other ones divert a little bit, you know? Iowa's the one with Wait and Bleed, right? No, that's the oh, self-titled. Okay. I was like Left Behind, gotcha, gotcha. People Equal Shit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That one's insane. Which one's got Psychosocial? All Hope is Gone. Mm.
1: Yeah. All right. So mine. Yeah. End of Heartache. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Banger. Uh, bottom.
0: Follow the Reaper. Follow as well. the
1: Reaper. Yeah. Um, I think Sounding the 7. Nice. Probably. Um, yeah. Not necessarily because it's their best album, but because it's the the one that introduced me to them. Absolutely um i'm gonna go ride lightning by metallica nice and nice. uh my fifth will be uh self-titled slipknot because okay. wait and bleed used to be my like pump up before football games nice. and wrestling i'd like sit there just like yeah yeah fuck yeah <laughs> sometimes
0: good gym music absolutely and,
1: and i i remember at one point my mom heard what i was listening to to get pumped up and it made her like like scared of me a little bit <laughs> uh, like that's what this music's supposed to do.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Um, I forget who I was in the car with. I think she. I think it was actually like Sean's girlfriend at the time. But um, you know, we were all like listening to like more like metalcore, like Atreyu and Event like, Sevenfold mm-hmm. at the time. And but Subliminal Verses had just come out, and I had that on. And she would go, she went, "Ew, this is <laughs> metal music. <laughs> like not even metalcore. Just like straight metal, like." Yeah. This is <laughs> yes, awesome. <it> is. <laughs> that, that actually made me think also
1: the curse by oh, yeah, yeah, is up that there cool. and um uh the bleeding through album that we used to fucking listen to all the uh, time. Uh
0: This Is Love This Is Murder. Yeah, yeah. That one's that one's really good. Yeah, with all the uh um What's that movie? The the brothers, the Boondock, Boondock Saints. Saints quotes, yeah. yeah,
1: just peppered throughout because yeah, it was just because it's awesome. Boondock, Boondock was a Saints, firefight. Boondock Saints was the original. Um, uh, what's that? What's that British like crime show that all the edgelords Lords post now uh, with Killian Murphy in it? Oh, uh, uh, Peaky Peaky Blinders, Blinders. Yeah. yeah. Boondock Saints was the first Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's for Irish people. Yeah. <laughs> is so Peaky Blinders Irish? No, it's, it's Cockney British. I, I don't know I, so I tried I really tried getting into Peaky Blinders cause, yeah. and, I, and I liked it but I had to watch it with subtitles on because I could not understand a yeah. fucking word those guys were saying well
0: that's kind of come up once I start touring out of the country but yeah. I can't understand
1: yeah anyways it's a, it's a different language <laughs> yeah. okay Sadness. This is the Remember the Times podcast. I'm Mitch sitting here with AJ. Hello, everyone. We're here with
0: a b- 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 bonus episode. Ooh, we're bonus. just talking about our favorite albums. Now we're going to talk about, I guess, our favorite SBNC My album. favorite Both SBNC of album. Both of ours. yeah. Um, we talked about how we recorded it last time. This time we're going to tell you about how we wrote the songs. There's nine songs, so it's probably going to be a short episode. But um, here we go. Uh, we started this one off, I wrote us an intro song called A Slow Decay. This
1: is the first intro song that we got, right? We,
0: I think we all just wanted an intro song, we wanted that AFI one that everyone could like chant and stuff, you know?
1: Through Our Bleeding We Are One.
0: Basically, yeah, which I have tattooed on my back, but... (laughs) (laughs) Tramp stamp. No. That's on the top of my back.
1: Okay. What's well, your tramp stamp?
0: It's too big to be a tramp stamp, but whatever. Fuck <laughs> you. It's the Remember the Times, the name of our goddamn podcast. <laughs> <Ugh>.
1: <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Is it too late to change the name of the podcast?
0: You know, one of my original ideas to get tattooed was just to completely black myself out, except for the chest, to get the Venom thing. Could have just done that.
1: Yeah, you would have missed out on lots and lots of tattoos.
0: It's true. I just would be... I mean, I'd probably be done by now, but... This uh, is
1: jumping very, very far ahead, but I remember on Warp Tour, there's the roadie who got an actual bullseye as a tramp stamp. Oh and, and with the cursive text of, might as well be a bullseye over... <laughs>
0: <laughs> From uh, Wedding Crash. Wedding Crash. Yeah. yeah, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Anyways, back to our intro trick. So the idea started off... We, all just, we were all AFI fans, so we wanted one of those, but I think it actually... I mean, between your take on it and just what i wrote it actually sounds almost more danzigy to me than afi i think so yeah like the guitar is more metal the opening like the the lead riff kind of sounds like a darker hells bells by acdc we got the thing chanting thing. in and yeah. then
1: we added the the gong sound
0: yeah oh which actually no, Or was no, that, no. that later that's records. later, that's later. Um, but um but uh so this one yeah, that, I mean, it's really just that. It's a, it's like only a minute and twenty. Uh, if you, the intro, it's got kind of like a really like weird, creepy thing. Do you remember how we did that? It's like a lot of.
1: Yeah, you you did like a lot of like slides on the guitar and like weird little like like plucks and stuff, and then he reversed it.
0: Well, not only that, but while I was like doing feedback, you actually had a drums took a drumstick. It was just you and I there that night, and yeah. you were like playing over my strings with the drumstick while I was trying to feed back on lovingly the
1: fondling the string yeah. and we made some weird sounds and then he reversed
0: he it. reversed it and he re- reversed like some of Chris's like demo drum takes he yeah,
1: like. has a bunch of like backwards symbols. it sounds cool backwards symbols yeah, like sound like one of the more unsettling noises in the world yeah like yeah the crash to the silence it's weird
0: so I, I, I actually I really like how this one turned out um all uh, being out of time aside, but um,
1: yeah, I, I think th- this is one of the songs that that when we we talked about like like most pumped about my performance. Yeah, like, I can still listen one? to this one and the and the next one for sure. And I'm yeah. just like fuck yeah, you nailed those ones.
0: So yeah, absolutely. So still locked away, um, which has come up before, is track number two. Uh, I wrote this song with Chris's help uh, while we were in England over the summer um,
1: with British Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: Yes is 100% um, i mean which i think a lot of this album is but you can tell very much that i like afi <laughs> <laughs> a lot except for that like intro um, so in my head if you guys remember the whole cd medium but you could record things in like negative time on the album it's like i know libneske significant other has that and mm-hmm. like afi does it like if you rewind stuff there will be parts of songs in negative time where you can only get to if you like play the album or reverse it, but it's not like you can't skip to it.
1: Yeah, if you go track by track, it misses.
0: So in my mind, that's where my mind was at. Like this whole intro of this song, I wanted to be in negative time, but the guy just didn't know how to do that. Yeah, so it's just part you're of the asking song a lot
1: from a guy who's recording us out of his. But when back, I was writing it, yeah,
0: when I was writing it, that was my. The whole intro was supposed it's to be the
1: that. longest intro, it's a very in, long intro. in SBNC history,
0: yeah, yeah, it's very long. I don't think the vocals start to like well over a minute, into the <laughs> song. but uh, other than that, I mean, the, the drums, and I think Sean, I think as you said as well, this Sean was like really stoked when I showed him this song, mm-hmm. and uh, he loved he loves this song. The bass he wrote is really cool. I love Chris's drums on this song, um, and again, as for the rest of the album. I thought you I thought you crushed it. Yeah. I,
1: this was this was one of the first songs that we did where I was like, "I can do that?" And as we were recording it, I was, I was just like here. I was just like very impressed by myself <laughs>
0: doing. It. Um the only thing I remember about writing this song when we were putting it together in practice, if you listen to like the the, the bridge of the song where you're like you're talking, mm-hmm. there's like a muting. The still yeah, be. There's like a there's like a muting guitar, like a, a little chugging riff. And uh, James actually wrote that. That was his idea, and we were all kind of like, "Oh shit!" Like, not that it's like it fits really well, but that's definitely not something that any of us would have thought James would have brought to the table because it just sounds something that wouldn't be in his mind. I think, <laughs> I guess. I,
1: I think he was still. Primarily listening to, like, the gutter mouths and
0: the vans exactly, and stuff yeah. like that.
1: Like, like, we were slipping more into metal. Yeah, And, and yeah. He, we, like, begrudgingly dragged him... He, he was begrudgingly dragged into listening to metal with us. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which, honestly...
1: And it's a very metal, like... Jun, jun,
0: jun, jun. It is, yeah. Which we were all just, like, shocked at. But we were like, dude, that fits really well. Good job. But yeah. uh, now, like, we thought we were, like, getting metal. And now, like, listening to this album, like, it's it's really not. like no. this. At best, this is, like, a hardcore a couple of songs are like hardcore songs but
1: yeah like, i th- i think it's closer to like like a rise against punk metal exactly. kind of yeah yeah
0: but um yeah so i wasn't really really writing metal stuff yet but um we sure thought we were we totally <laughs> thought we were um, just because we were screaming a little bit does not mean we're a metal band but yeah.
1: um, we were like scream shouting too
0: yeah chris chris was the only one of us who could like scream mm. yeah and he's not the lead singer so but um anyways okay number 3 nothing's perfect Sean and I wrote this song I think as talking about the whole James thing like he really took a back seat. I don't think any of these songs were his at this point I don't think that was on purpose I think Sean and I were just kind of on a writing kick
1: he's just had too many songs already had
0: too many songs and like yeah we were just ready to go but so Sean and I wrote this one together I don't remember who started the idea off but I just remember writing it we wrote like the whole thing and we just showed it to you guys like we got a new song here it is I wrote I had already written the melodies and the lyrics and you, you just like Took it from there, but um, slammed
1: a bunch of words into it.
0: Another, another very fast one of my own doing, but uh, I really like how this one turned out. This would, this is
1: just a hardcore punk song, pretty much yeah. all the way through. But yeah, and another one that like I was never able to scream like this again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't yeah. What, I don't know how I did it. And I, I you never,
0: got it on the recording.
1: Yeah, I can never, never catch lightning in the bottle twice. I
0: can't be sure, but I think you had like just started smoking cigarettes, so maybe you were like, no,
1: I, I didn't smoke until college.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. I, I
1: had like my first couple when okay. we were on the Europe trip mm. because we were in Europe and that was
0: like the cool thing to do. So you weren't cool till college, huh?
1: Yeah, I was super cool in college. Ask anyone.
0: I remember. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like this song a lot. I just think this one's cool. There's really um, super straight and to the point. It's only like two minutes long, but it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. Track four. Anyway, I think this is my favorite SBNC song. Breathe them More. Yeah. Uh, a lot of interesting things about this song uh, so first off that opening there's a really weird opening riff that mm. doesn't repeat it's just in the beginning this song's only two minutes as well but when we were on that camping trip with your family that we wrote Good Planet mm. I was just fucking around on the guitar and I was not listening to the song but just in my head I was trying to pick out the beginning of Bleed Black by F.I. the <laughs> do, do, ba, do 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 and I played it couldn't do it. I played it horribly wrong, and then I was like, ah, oh, this is actually kinda cool. I actually, kinda like what I
1: just messed up.
0: Yeah. So I just kept going. And that was where the intro the intro came. And then just like the rest of them, as you can tell, I think this is just I was listening to a lot of Black Sails Sunset A <laughs> by A-fi, AFI, and that is just what this song is to a T I wrote. I wrote all of the yelling melodies and stuff. The lyrics you wrote. Do you remember Let's, do you remember doing this?
1: I do. I remember um I think I took Adderall at the time. I was, I was I was like just starting to tinker around with you guys. You guys had just ready Adderall so I was like I was like let me tweak on this a little bit.
0: All I remember is that I, I got a we we still had a, a instant messenger and you just messaged me one night you're like I'm drunk and I wrote a song and you, I literally have the lyrics from Instant Messenger printed out. like <laughs> So it's your name and mine, and there's just all these lyrics. <laughs> was that
1: my account, Sir Thomas Swift?
0: No, uh, High on Life BDY, because you were Mitch the Body oh, Davis. Mitch the Body Davis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so
1: I, re- I, I remember writing this song. Was we were at um, There was a house that we used to party at where the, mm-hmm. the parents were like, yeah, as long as you're drinking here, you're not out causing trouble in the streets. Right. <clears throat> So I was, I, we were there and there was a girl that I liked and she didn't like me. And, and I like, I got into a weird like emo frame of mind and I was just like, I need to go right. Interesting. And put myself in a room <laughs> and it's, it's one of those ones that I cringe listening to the lyrics cause I like remember where I was when I wrote it right. and it was like, oh man, like buddy, it gets so much better. You're going to be okay. How are you? Dude, I don't know if you heard the the I was listening back to our last episode. You can hear my child crying in the background.
0: My life is great now. Just, just staying up all night with crying babies. Yeah, but they're yeah. my babies. They're your babies, yeah. With
1: with my, my absolute warrior of a wife who who listens to the podcast and I love you so much.
0: Somebody's in the doghouse.
1: <laughs> I'm just making sure she knows when she's listening to this later. <laughs> Because I don't know when this will come out. I probably did something.
0: <laughs> probably. And I, um, and
1: I just don't have it in me to write emo songs about yeah. it anymore if I get in trouble.
0: <laughs> but So I, I actually remember... So I had put this song together with your lyrics. Um, this was before we asked Sean back. Because I wrote it. And I remember this was still when we were switching instruments. And I showed you... The bass line, and I was like, Do you want to play guitar or do you want to play bass? And I guess I'd written a pretty cool bass line. You were like, Ooh, I want to play bass. <laughs> so I was originally going to sing this song until everything happened with Sean came back. So you ended up, Yeah, I just mm. played guitar. But yeah. Yeah. So that's number four. Okay. We're almost done now. We're on track five. And we're halfway done. All right. <laughs> well, over halfway done because only nine. Give me, get out. All
1: right, When we're halfway through this song, we'll be halfway done. Fine.
0: Gunsolved Mystery. Um, is a song completely written by Sean. Um, sadly, a same year, uh, a friend of his at his school passed away, and so this was he had he was part of a um, a poetry group at his school, and he wrote this as a poem, kind of just like another cathartic experience to deal with that, and then. So Sean, when Sean writes songs and lyrics, he has no melody in mind. He just tells us like, this song goes with this song. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Figure it out. And uh, so you wrote all the melodies and stuff, but, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's a it's a very high song, but you did a very good job of this it. this. Is one of the ones where keeping like, the tone of everything. So I felt know?
1: like I felt like this was like the most one of the most interesting songs on the album. It's, it's right. like very different from everything else. But we. Um, when we recorded it, um, this was one of the ones that I like. Fuck! I wish we could have gone back and done another take yeah. of the bridge. That need you to know, even, even in a show. Yeah, sure. <laughs> because it like it's long it and high the entire time, and then I just held it and I didn't know where I was gonna go, and you hear like ah, ah <laughs> and it just kind of like falls off. <laughs> but but uh, I, yeah, I, I always really liked the song. I think we only ever played it live once
0: at the at a talent show, like probably because we were
1: scared because it was it was difficult, difficult. to pull off.
0: Yeah. Um, Sean also told me he was very appreciative we actually let him sing a line by himself in the song so and he he loved that and he he killed that line yeah um I he actually okay so he had uh, I think he had some schoolwork one night and he he wouldn't come and I was like Sean we're doing we're doing Gun Solve right now like it has a bass intro like we need you and he he refused he wouldn't come and I remember him saying after he's like fuck I really should have come because I had to just, like, guess what he was doing to help Chris record the drums, and it's so out of time. <laughs> and now Sean's bummed about that. But, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so he had he had to re-record his bass on top of the drums out of time. Yeah. Yeah, so, so if it sounds weird, that's that's why.
0: That's why. A little uh, recording note. And then also, I... Oh, this is embarrassing. But I completely... So, in the beginning of the song, there's just an acoustic guitar, and I'm just, like, kind of raking some bar chords. I did... I was just like, "Ooh, I can play bar chords now." <laughs> I did all minor bar chords, and almost all of those should be major. So it just sounds stupid, and I.
1: But you were pumped that you them. learned a new skill, so you had yeah. to use well, it. Well, I
0: can already do it. I think it was just like I was actually trying to incorporate them into our songs now, and mm-hmm. I just but I did it completely wrong, <laughs> and I really um, get upset listening to that. <laughs> Other than that, the song sounds great to me. Um, yeah, yeah. I wish we had played that one more. Okay, moving along, number six. Ooh, Unanswered man. is, um, I think, even still to date, the only acoustic song you and I have ever recorded. Yeah. This would be... Actually, this is another one of those ones. This There's a couple of those on this album, but uh, you would just write lyrics. You and James would write lyrics all the time. Just give them to me. And yeah, make a song out of this. Make a song out make of it. Make a song, monkey. And this was one of those ones that I did, so... Again, Mitch wrote the lyrics, and I wrote the melodies and the, all the music, and we were just there one night together, the same one that you did, like, the the um, the, drumstick. the drumstick on my guitar thing, and you and I just... I think we pretty much just, like, one-taked this one all yeah. the way
1: through. I, I really um, like the effect that, that uh, he put on top of it.
0: Sounds like a vinyl hiss or something. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy this song. I mean, we have almost no reason to play this song ever, because we don't play acoustic shows at this point in our lives, but... um uh, Yeah, it's a nice track. Yeah,
1: it's a good track. I think it's fine. Yeah, It's a solid acoustics track. Yeah, I dig
0: it. I dig it a lot. And then, um, so Seven, our ball and chain, is just a redo. Brought it back. We brought it back. Um, We had, at one point, or at some point, decided to harmonize my guitar riff. It sounds more of a sevenfoldy because we were so into them. That's really the only difference. You punched up the vocals ever so slightly, and I made my... Highly unnecessarily long guitar solos, slightly better, but they're still unnecessary. <laughs> <We're long. laughs> yeah, they're still very long, and that's about it. There's like there's no difference. So I, can I remember I remember this two.
1: one being the first time that I was like, "Ooh, these lyrics are going to be a problem because it ends with a big, powerful key." She really waits till the day I'm 18,
0: and we're almost 18 now. And we
1: were pushing up on 18. And it was yeah, like, what are we going to do when we're 19?
0: Well, luckily, we kind of stopped playing the song. Yeah. pretty soon, but uh, we, we, just,
1: we gave the song a shelf life.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, okay, so now we're on number eight. Uh, it's called Never Mattered. I wrote the music, and to me it felt like, um, a Pennywise song at first, kind of like mm-hmm. a fuck authority type, like in that, like, mid-range. Um, but after, you wrote all the lyrics and the melodies, and now it doesn't sound like a Pennywise it song
1: completely at all. changed, yeah. Yeah, now
0: it's like a hardcore song. But, um, I really like this one. Again, I don't think we played it that much, but...
1: I think We played this one. A, a, an okay amount? I might be mixing it up with nothing's perfect, just because they both start with N.
0: Sean told me, he, yeah. Sean told me he, uh, so he wrote a very difficult bass solo, mm-hmm. um, which you unfortunately can't hear in the recording at all. But he hated As is
1: the case with a lot of bass
0: solos. Yeah, he hated playing the song because he could he couldn't do it live, <laughs> and he said he always fucked it up. But yeah, so there's there's that. But I really like this song as well. Unfortunately, again, it falls, I don't know if anybody would else noticed but us, but there's a lot of out of time parts that just drives me up a wall. But, yeah. Yeah. But hey, we were 17 and 16 and 15. And so, learning
1: it, like like remembering from last episode, we were learning an entire new recording technique at yeah, the time. Yeah,
0: track by track. Yeah. And
1: we weren't recording it with a metronome, which is a big problem.
0: A big problem. Yes, 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 yes. That's brutal. It's I'm, kind of
1: like a critical part of that methodology of yeah, recording.
0: But we were stoked. You know, we, we we won our 500 bucks at the fair, and we're getting to record it all by ourselves. Gotta blow it. Yeah. I don't know how much that breaks down to a song. I think we gave them the whole thing, but I don't
1: know. <laughs> I, I could math, but I'm not going to math.
0: Yeah. And then the, the last song. we the first one. ballad. Yeah, The Night God Died. Um... Mitch, you wrote the lyrics, yeah? Yes. Another one you just wrote and handed to me, but mm. nothing around it. I don't know if you know this. I actually, I started putting this together. Um, I was in a music theory class this that year, and I my final was to record a song. So I actually started putting it together for that, and I so somewhere out there there is a um, instrumental only version of this song. Mm. Yeah, and I remember I got a really good grade. So I was, like, on the right track. And, like, this song's
1: fantastic. Yeah. Because I got a B on it. Yeah, hey.
0: How do you know I didn't <laughs> get an A?
1: Because a B for you is a really good grade. Rude. <laughs> In, like, most subjects. I don't know how you did music theory.
0: Um, Not good. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. But I really like this song. I um, I I might I may or may not have made a few parts go a little too long. But I think that was the point of the song was supposed to be a long ballad like Events yeah. Unfold, I Won't See You Tonight Part One type. You yeah, know? yeah. It wasn't supposed to be like our single. No, this was not. But uh I even wrote a piano part for it, which um we invited our friend um Taylor from Allure to do it. Not because I couldn't, just because we thought it would be cool to have people on the album. Yeah,
1: get get some guests in.
0: Also, but then we <laughs> we recorded it again like after we did the rest of the song, so the piano is horribly not in time with the rest of the song. <laughs> There's no metronome, so it was just it's yeah. just like Go oh, for it Jesus. and see what happens. Yeah. Uh but he did a good a good enough job for uh just winging that. But um and then uh what else? I don't know yeah, that, you yeah, you sound this one is like probably one of your this installed way your top th- performance. I think so. Yeah. I think I uh I feel like you did a good job with this one, yeah? They're yeah, like I
1: think this, th- this one was, it was like an important song for me because I wrote it, I wrote it about my dad who died when I was younger. And right. His initials were G-O-D. So, God, G-O-D. Right. I didn't su- realize I'm that at the time. super clever. clever. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a poet. I'm a bit of an artist.
0: A poet I didn't even know. It.
1: So, so I, I like, I, I remember going balls out for this song to like, yeah. to like, try to, try to really bring it. Um, you did in the performance it, too.
0: I think it went good. Yeah. It, it was it was
1: one of those songs that like it's it's really low and then it's really high and the the, the contrast between yeah. the two was supposed to be like kind of highlight the the whatever the fucking feelings are. I really wanted uh, that, but but I remember belt, belting it and I was like, "That's that's about as high as I go." Yeah, no, that, that was that <laughs> was the top of your range.
0: That's peak. I felt like I we had had a really good song here and I didn't want to like blow it, so I actually. Um, had my uh, guitar teacher help me with the solo like make sure I was on the right track and stuff so mm-hmm. I, I, st- I don't know I wanted to like yeah I wanted to do this one do this one justice not yeah. that I not that I haven't gotten you know I hope I've gotten better since then <laughs> but I think I did I think it was pretty good for yeah. a 17 year old solo that was good. And, and it
1: was very like I won't see you tonight part one yeah like you said, which we were huge fans of at the oh, time yeah. so we were like
0: we're speaking of uh, "Awakening the Fallen uh, by event Sevenfold, track nine I won't see you tonight part one
1: in case yeah, you want to look awesome. it up yeah, it's great. But just note the track numbers. You, know, you, you <laughs> can't look at the track listings.
0: Yeah, but yeah. So that was our uh, that was our recording session in December, and we uh, we didn't have like a release date. We just started giving it to people.
1: Yeah, we like burned it onto discs ourselves. We're and like, here uh, you go.
0: Oh my god! To end it, uh, Mitch, you did some fantastic artwork. We had just done a photo shoot at an elementary school, which was odd.
1: That's where you're supposed to do them.
0: Yeah, but so, okay, what did you do with the picture, Mitch? <laughs>
1: is, this, is this back when we had a, a particular governor? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So this was right around when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California. Um, I'll post this on our socials because yeah. I have pictures of it. But All politics aside, we just wanted the, the governor to be the governator. Yeah, and we were excited about it. We, we, I think I think it was right when we were able to start voting. We were like, oh yeah. man, the Terminator, cool! <laughs> um, and so he uh, so he became our governor, and he was he was very much in the zeitgeist again. And so I took our photo shoot, and I just photoshopped his head onto all of our bodies. And um, yeah, I don't know why I don't remember why, and I don't I, like.
0: I mean, we were big Terminator fans, and yeah, we definitely a weren't a political movies.
1: punk band by any stretch. Yeah.
0: But so like the outside of the cover is is us with SB&C over it. But then you open it up to see the liner notes on the inside, and it's just a single picture. But, but yeah. like you put a, like a sombrero hat on one of them.
1: <laughs> so I I had learned Photoshop and I was excited <laughs> to try it. This and is the, it's
0: great. It's just our bodies with a bunch of Arnold heads on. This it. is the
1: beginning of me just like I'm just gonna fuck around with Photoshop and see what <laughs> I can make. And then and then. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're using that. It's in print now."
0: <laughs> so good. I mean, yeah. So there's only probably like 20 copies in circulation, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's a fantastic one. I'm gonna. I can't wait to post that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. can we
1: can we put that that artwork up on Spotify at all?
0: I don't know how because you can, can only do that. cover art. Yeah, I think mm. I already. It's already up. It's and already up. Maybe I can we go back in and it. edit, but yeah, it's going to be at least on. Uh, TikTok and, and Instagram. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, obviously it needs to be released. Yeah, it's it's just
0: too funny not to. Such
1: art should not be hidden. The you governor, don't, you don't, don't yeah. hide your light under a bush I know
0: you're. I know you're like a professional. I work with computer guy now, but uh, this was your finest work of all time.
1: I think. That, I think this. If you look at the the arc of my life, this is where <laughs> where it kicks me into the computer realm. I
0: I can now put Arnold's head on anything. <laughs> yeah, that's on my resume. <laughs> Step one, or bullet point one.
1: <laughs> Send me a picture of you. Send me a picture of you. You think I can't do it? <laughs> I can do it, man. And I uh, please leave our office. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, so that's our um, the organization of sound and silence, uh, SBNC album, yeah. 2004 release. There you go, guys. That's the b- 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 bonus episode. Check out the album after you listen to this episode, you or before. Go check out all nine songs. They are on now on all streaming services. And or our YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. And I got to sign off this time.
0: Well, I, since we're talking about Arnold.
1: I was going to say, we'll be back. Or were you going to say hasta la vista, baby?
0: I was going to say it's not a tumor for some reason.
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's the only one that doesn't make any sense.
0: I know, but it's so funny. This
1: is the Remember the Times <laughs> podcast saying, get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye.
0: What do I press? What do I press?
1: Space. All right.